What's up, y'all? Now, before we get into the topic of conversation or what the getting into is going to be, we got to show some love over to our girl Jasmine over at jasminemadeit.com, a wife, a mom, a creator, an artist, and painter, doing her thing since 2019, straight out of New Jersey. And ladies, I highly suggest that you head over to her website and check it out because she offers the most cutest custom mugs and tumblers and wine glasses and doormats. And she even offers classes and live courses. She has various ways to pay like Afterpay and Klarna and y'all know that the holidays are right around the corner so fellas too if you need to get your stocking stuffers for your girl your mom your sister if you need your tree gifts hell if you need your secret Santa gifts grab them from your girl Jazzy all right make sure you follow her on TikTok Instagram and check out her website at jasminemadeit.com the links will be specified down below in the description box for you to get your orders today you are now listening to The Unpopular Opinion, the R-U-O, your girl, Rondell, bringing you the latest on news, politics, entertainment, and more. Like, share, and tap in. What is up, everyone, and welcome to Rondell's Unpopular Opinion. Welcome to the platform, and shout out to you because you could have been anywhere in the world, but you are here with me, and I appreciate that, and I appreciate each and every one of you. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about the platform now. I am so glad that I actually have this platform because when it comes to situations like this, or when it comes to topics like this, I can pretty much speak freely and give my opinion and actually deliver it without having to say, oh, I'm, you know, saying trigger words and I'm going to get flagged, right? So we could kind of really talk freely here. Now, we got to give the Daily Mail their clout, okay? And we know that sometimes that they can lean maybe a little bit too far to the right when it comes to their political articles. But when it comes to getting down to the nitty gritty, getting exclusives, especially on stories pertaining black people being victims of crimes shout out to them for the kawan bobby charles charles coverage shout out to them for what happened in minnesota the other day when this young black woman who was 22 years old was trapped in a sex dungeon they covered that story in such great detail like it, it was astonishing to see the astronomical difference of what the local news was saying versus what the daily mail was saying and the local news is on foot there when the Daily Mail is technically headquartered out of the UK, but that's neither here nor there. Now, with this story, they broke this exclusive stating that Boston University scientists, right? A Boston University lab has scientists there that did an experiment. And this experiment was basically a concoction of the Omicron spike protein and the original covid strand from wuhan now what they essentially did in this experiment was they put the two together or mixed it together and basically infected 10 mice and eight out of 10 of those mice within the lab that were infected died at the lab all right so this article was written on october the 17th and it pretty much stated that these Boston University scientists are being condemned for quote-unquote playing with fire after it emerged that they had created a new lethal COVID strand in a laboratory. Now, the conspiracy theorists were trying to tell people two years ago that the same people who were selling the cure were definitely making the virus, okay? And this just goes to show 
how much power these scientists truly have over the world, right? Now, the DailyMail.com revealed that the team had made a hybrid virus combining the Omicron in the original Wuhan strand, and it killed 80% of the mice in the study. Now, Professor Shumal Shapira, who was a leading scientist in the Israeli government, y'all, said that this should be totally forbidden and it's playing with fire, but we have Dr. Ebrit or Richard Ebright, excuse me, who is a chemist at Rutgers University in New Brunswick, New Jersey. And he told the Daily Mail that the research is a clear example of gain of function research. And if we are going to avoid the next lab generated pandemic, it is imperative that the oversight of enhanced potential pandemic pathogen research be strengthened. And yeah, that is true, but <laughs> shit happens, shit leaks, you know, like what happened in Wuhan and we ended up in a pandemic for two years. Did he forget that or nah? But anyways, now, yes, we do know that in order to know what something is or be cognizant of what something is, you have to have seen it before. So, yes, experiments are imperative and they're they are important but sometimes in these cases the cons definitely do outweigh the pros and you got to be careful right now professor david livermore agrees with the israeli doctor who basically got interviewed by the daily mail and stated to the daily mail also that given the strong likelihood that the covid pandemic originated from the escape of a lab manipulated coronavirus in wuhan that these experiments seem profoundly unwise. And I'm going to be honest, I do agree. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just not worth the risk. We've seen what happened the last time when people wanted to play guinea, bit, guinea pig excuse me, in the lab. We ended up being sick for two years, right? So this is definitely very, very dangerous. And at this point in the game, it's just like, what would be the real reason why you would want to basically be mixing these concoctions in a lab where we pretty much have the virus weakening at this point we do know that in china that they are still on lockdown i believe shanghai may be just coming off of it i'm not sure i wish you know people could let me know if that is the case but we do know that in shanghai they were locked down but for the most part restrictions are kind of really lifted things are kind of really falling back not to say that we're not dealing with this or this is not something that's still not a thing, but it's not really a thing. We're, we're not in 2020, right? Now, some people could credit that to natural immunity. Some people can credit that to inoculation. Some people can credit that to a mixture of both. I'm not here right now to do either or, all right? But what we really need to think about is what would be the main reason at this point in the game where something is pretty much weakening why on god's green earth would you go and mix a concoction like this in a lab at this point what would be the point of you doing this research now and in my opinion it's like are you trying to have a 2020 again are you like trying to have 2020 again where you have a oopsie daisy out of the fucking lab because again what would this research be proven to us that we wouldn't already know 
it would be obvious that it would be more likely to kill you or to be deadly or to make someone extremely sick when you're combining a spike protein with the original strand of the virus. Duh. And exactly how did the spike protein even come about? <laughs> you know, is the question. Because at one point, it was sort of weakening in the, I'm going to say, summer or fall of 2020. And it's just like in 2021, we just saw like COVID come back strong. Like strong. Especially during the holiday seasons, right? Where they were telling us that, you know that we were going to be fine because we had, you know, more alternatives. We had more science. We had more data. We had more ways to, you know, save lives and to cure people and that we weren't going to see a surge again. And we did, right? So now that things have kind of really subsided and the tide have subsided, what would be the overall objective of them doing this experiment at this point in the game? It just gives off a sinister vibe. And I agree with the Israeli government doctor that this is basically a, it can be a crime against humanity if it were to leak out again, you know? So this is the type of stuff that you just got to keep your eye on. You know what I'm saying? When you see articles like this, because who's to say we won't have a Wuhan part two. It just seems like, you know, they tried the first time. They couldn't get rid of enough people. So now they're trying to keep going back for round two or basically try to basically annihilate people in various ways. And if 80% of these rats or these mice died in the experiment, baby, <laughs> baby, we got a problem. You know what I'm saying? But that's all I got for y'all on this one. Major shout out to you for making it all the way to the end. I love y'all like I always say. And we got more content coming on the podcast site. Right? So make sure that you stick around. And um, I love y'all. Y'all take care. Y'all be well, right? Peace.